This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, uh, we're getting closer to the NFL draft. We're oh, just yeah. over a week away. Uh, some uh, news and notes trickling in from around the league. And the uh, first thing I wanted to touch on today was uh, the report uh, from Ian Rappaport that Alejandro Villanueva is going to visit with the Ravens at some point this week. They're not going to sign him this week. I would imagine not. Well, here's and here's why. The comp pick formula ends on the 27th. Right, 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 right. right. He's not going to sign for peanuts. He's not going to sign for peanuts. They're not going to sign him before that and then hurt their comp pick formula while also helping the Steelers' comp pick formula. Right, right, right. It's a double whammy yeah. for them. And right, it, it makes perfect sense. I found it odd, though. Like, I would imagine he's the best available tackle right now. Healthy one, yeah. Yeah. And I think Orlando Brown has a, a legit chance to get traded. Yeah. But Russell Okung is out there as well. But Yeah. And say I'm not sure how healthy he is. The yeah. more you say that, but but his Fisher and guys of like that, yeah. yeah, good point. But is Al a right tackle? He could play right tackle. I mean, I, or I, you know, you could play left tackle, and maybe they're thinking about trading Orlando Brown during the draft. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, Orlando wants to play left. Stanley's a left. Al's a left. Somebody hops. They they may want to open up their. Hey, if we want to check, kick the tires on Villanueva. How healthy is he? Mm-hmm. What can he do? We've played against him for years. We know what he is. Yeah, right. They have a great, great field. Um, if we get to a point in the in the the draft and somebody says, "Hey, we'll give you a second round pick for Orlando Brown," I think because that's very we possible. because we don't like what's available now for us mm-hmm. in the tackle market. Okay, you know they'll do it but, and then and then sign Villanueva after the draft. But then Alice play right potentially. Yeah, I mean, well, the problem here is maybe you meet with them today and yeah. say, "What do you think about playing right tackle?" They don't know uh, Stanley's had multiple surgeries on mm-hmm. that leg, too. So, I mean, if you sign Al and you're the Ravens and you traded Orlando, you still draft one. It might right. be, it might be Spencer yeah. Brown. I mean, it might be a, it might a, be a project a tr- guy. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, it goes to the point of if you're meeting with them right now, I think you have to broach the subject of do you are you comfortable playing right tackle? And he may or may not. Yeah. You know, but uh, that's the need right now. But you're right. Stanley's hard to count on, too, to play 16 games at this point. Yeah. Interesting. In fact, I, I you know, the stuff that I saw is he might be ready for the start of the season. Well, that doesn't yeah, sound yeah, promising. Yeah. Right. You're right. <laughs> or even if you don't want to draft the tackle, you know, if they're looking at, like, boy, we need edge and receiver, we're not going to trade Orlando. We'd like He's to take tackle. Right. Yeah. We'd like to take tackle off our. Mm-hmm. board here but we need six offensive line sets yeah. at times and you know Al would be our opening day starter because it's not looking good for Stanley maybe yeah and they I think up. I think the Steelers are in that same kind of situation right now where a lot of teams are the more they're waiting to see what they do in the draft and then they'll make a move on a tackle you're going to see that a lot I mean I give them that, that there's a lot of tackles that tackle draft. market the veteran tackle market was not picked over nearly as much as some of the other no. markets I mean and usually they get overpaid and Absolutely. Most years, Al, was, Al would have been signed somewhere for probably more than he's worth at yeah. this point, you know, um, it, because it is a really good tackle class. But there's always needs there. I mean, if we went through all 32 teams, I bet we'd come up with 20 that could use a tackle, including Pittsburgh, including Baltimore, that as good as this tackle class is, 
only a dozen or 15 of those are going to get somebody that they're interested in. And then you get him to mini camp and camps and realize, ah, this guy's really he's you know, raw. Right? He's yeah, going mean, right. to need he's going to need time. He's need a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, um, the Fishers and Okungs and Owls of the world will all be employed if they yeah. want to be. You know? Yeah, they'll right. get they'll get you know they'll get scooped up at some point here. I, I got to ask. I wonder the, if the Steelers are on the market for any of those. Potentially, I mean, they might be in the same yeah. I mean, boat, they've, they've already know? signed Joe Haig, who's uh-huh. kind of fits into that role. He's a younger, younger version than some of those guys, and he's he's got more health. In his right. background. And I would say he's a better athlete at this point, too. And, you know. Yeah. And less accomplished. Let, let's look at this real quick here and, and how deep this tackle class okay. is. I was asked today, what is this a deep draft overall or is it? Hmm. I, I said I thought it, I thought it was just because of the position depth at some key positions. Cornerback, tackle, linebacker, we wide receiver. the edge guys today on my podcast. And I thought – and when you really look at a list and you – I thought it was deeper than I had given it credit for, you know, just yeah. t- focusing on one position. I think this this draft goes five rounds or so deep in guys that, that could come in and help. Yeah. Four to five rounds, which is typically let's is a spend, pretty deep draft. I don't know if this is what you plan on doing or not, but let's just spend two minutes and talk about each position if it's deep or not. Okay. I'm looking here at the tackles. I got uh, Sewell, yes. Slater, Derrissaw, Jenkins. Leatherwood could be a tackle or a guard. I think he's a tackle when it's all said and done. Yeah. He's got long enough arms. And, yeah. yeah. He's a little inconsistent. Uh, you're looking at Stone Forsyth. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some guys here that have emerged that we weren't talking about a month and a half ago. No, that, without question. Uh, Eichenberg, Sam Cosme, Dylan Radden, Spencer Brown, Jalen Moore, Walker Little, Brady Christensen, John Ball, or Josh Ball, Jalen Mayfield. That's I mean, You're talking like 14 deep there. Yeah, as I say, that's... Those are all good enough James players. Hudson, Deontay Smith. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. now you're getting into 16, 17. And deep. you didn't mention, like, Carmen, um, Jackson Carmen. Yeah. Or, you know, so, some of the guys that are probably guards. Like, that whole list, I think pretty much all those guys are tackles. Yeah. In a normal year, a guy like, you know. Spencer Brown could be a second-round pick some years. Yeah. Samuel Cosme is probably a first-round pick in a lot of drafts. Yeah, I agree. You know, I mean, Eric Fisher went number one overall. Went first overall. Yeah, I bet there's five or six in the first round still. And there's still that depth there. Mm-hmm. You know, guys who are going to go in the third round go in, in the second round in previous oh, years. Guys in the second in, round were first-round picks. I don't think you mentioned Walker Little even. Yeah, I mean, Walker Little is a, a strange yeah. one. You know, right. Um, so there's there's some good depth there. Uh, same thing, I think, you know, the, the offensive line overall, uh, the interior guys are, you know, there's some depth there. I, I mean, the kid at Stan, the center at Stanford, could be a starter on the right team. Yeah, you know, and he's the fifth center off the board. You know, uh, usually I think there's two or three starting centers. I think there's five or six this year. Yeah, you know, I mean, so I think that, that and, and that, another maybe three or four guys who are starters down the road. I don't know if you get to ten. Maybe not. Well, not. You know I, I mean? said maybe guys maybe. who, who right, right, may, right. maybe turn into a. Hey, I'm we got like a green in a year. Is yeah. a, is probably a starter. Or, but you look at a, like let's say uh, you know a lot of people have talked about the kid from Penn State, uh, mm-hmm. Michael Manet. He, right he, he could go. To, you know, again, I'm just looking at pure centers here. You got Dickerson, Miners, Humphrey, Myers. Yeah. Uh, I think they all project as starters. Yeah. I think Green, if he's a center or guard. Dalman, if he lands lands in the right spot. Yeah. He's a Niner yeah. or a Ram or right. Green, uh, you know, people talk. Uh, Drake Jackson's a little undersized, but. I think he's a backup. Bro. Yeah, but he's yeah. probably a backup. Trey Hill yeah. is a guy that, you know, these guys, Jimmy Morrissey from Pitt, I mean, he had some some traits. that. But there's six or seven probable starters within a year or two, yeah. which is rare. And then you add the guards into it where you have, again, 
Kendrick Green or, or uh, who else are we looking at there? Jack Anderson from Texas mm-hmm. Tech is, is another are, one. Probably day three guy, but he's probably a starter in this yeah. league when it's all said and done. Um, so there's some some depth at that position. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I agree. Uh, overall, I think it's a very deep line class and and works out really well for the Steelers. More so a tackle and center than guard, but yeah. the guard group's pretty good. Yeah, you could. I mean, some of those tackles will move to, to guard, and some of those tackles and especially guards will move to center. Yeah, you know, some of the Notre Dame dudes, or you know, yeah. there's a couple uh, options there. But I think there's depth there. There's depth at linebacker. I think there's a ton of depth at off the ball linebacker. Yeah. yeah, I mean the only it's easier in this draft I think to name the spots where it's not deep defensive tackle, D tackle, tight um, end, tight end is not deep, running back, running back is not deep. I don't know if I, if quarterback is or not. I think that's a weird conversation. I don't even include the quarterbacks in that conversation because they're going to be five taken, maybe even six taken in the first round. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean that's where they all belong. I'm hearing more and more that Mond, Trask, and Mills. Won't get out. Won't get out of the second round. Yeah, you know, which that's pretty crazy. If eight go in the first two rounds, um, some of those will be pushed up. I mean, I'm not sure they all deserve it. Yeah, I don't know that safety is super deep. I wouldn't say so. But yeah. There's a lot of corners. but there'll be corners that will move to safety. Yeah, so there, it, you there'll know, be that, some conversions. There. Yeah, um, but there are a lot of corners. Yeah, all shapes and sizes. The wide receiver class is is a kind of a strange one. I think in it's that deep though. The three guys at the top are. Star, you know, yeah, potential yeah, yeah, yeah. top ten picks, and then there's going to be a a gap, mm-hmm. probably. Before that was sort of similar last year, though, with Rugs, Judy, and Lamb. But then we saw eleven of them taken in the first fifty picks, mm-hmm. you know? so, which I still think is possible. I think there'll be a lot of day two receivers. Yeah, I'm not sure there'll be a lot of first round receivers, um, but there's a lot of smaller receivers though. There's not as many. Yeah, those Claypool big types. Yeah, you know, the big guys that sure. can run the typical, the prototypical type. So I think overall, I think it's a pretty deep draft. I do too. I do too. And we're we're hard on the running backs outside the top three, but I've kind of a couple of those guys to, will hit. Yeah, Herbert or yeah. you know so a couple of doesn't those mean guys, they'll be stars, they but they'll be stars. But I bet they're on your fantasy team and you're starting them one day. You yeah. know what I mean? A couple of those type of. But that's guys. not what the Steelers are looking for. No, that, no I mean no. that's our that's been our point all along with that. Right, like right. look at their roster. Right. They don't have a starting running back. I mean, two years ago, they'd have been in the market for those type yeah. of guys, or you know. But this year, I think they need a yeah. starter. Now you need a guy. You don't right. have you don't have James Conner here anymore as your bell cow. You need a bell cow. You have all. The and you can't stuff, you can't yeah. go in and hope that you get a bell cow in the no. fourth or fifth round. No, that's I, not I good business. Agree. But most teams with running back quote needs, they'll go get somebody that's adequate. It's right. not a great running back. If line, you've already, but, you know, for example, well, just look at the Cardinals for example. Yeah, okay, they already point. had Edmonds. Mm-hmm. Okay, they could they could live with him as a starter if they had to. And I think they're planning on it. I think yeah. they'll lead the team in carries. And then they had they had Connor to the equation. Mm-hmm. Well, so now now they got two guys who, if they had this start a game with them, they're fine. Yeah, and if Connor's hurt, they can live with it. Yeah, and they'll probably draft one in the fifth round now right. or something like that. And uh, just that guy a might guy. play. And maybe he hits, maybe he doesn't. But but you don't you don't need room. to. You don't need him to. You don't need him to. But he might in week 10 be their bell cow right or next year be their guy right 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 you know there's a lot of teams you can take that you can take that chance Mm -hmm. the Steelers can't take that chance they can't take that chance I mean they need a guy that they can hand the ball to a lot early and not put the offense on his shoulders that's asking a lot but be a foundational player of the offense yeah and I think there's three of them right yeah I mean how many other teams are in that position Right now, that they they need to get a starting running back. Atlanta, maybe. I say Atlanta and the Jets. The Jet. I mean, P. Ryan right now is number one in the Jets. If you're going to break in Mac Wilson, boy, it'd be nice to give him one of those three yeah. backs. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think Miami is, but wouldn't kill them. Wouldn't kill them just because, right? Because they're they're uh, they don't care who they run out there. Mm-mm. They got a you know they've got a stable 
Um, the thing about kind of the same thing with San Francisco, kind of. But it, boy, they traded up a lot of assets. Can they be taking a running back high when you don't have any first round picks the next couple yeah. of years? You know what I mean? And that yeah, I'm sure Shanahan thinks he can get Chuba Hubbard, right? Yeah, you know, turn yeah. him into something. Yeah, yeah. I mean he hits on. He has a lot of Mostert like tra- you know traits. Yeah. Get him in the fourth round, something like yeah, that. Yeah, you see some Tevin Coleman comparisons. Yeah, too. absolutely. Yeah. He's fast, you know, and he's aggressive, but he's kind of straight line ish. Um, but the thing is, what which of those teams can afford to use an early pick on the big three? Like I don't know that Atlanta can. They're not going to take him at four, right? Are they if, they, t- if they trade down to ten, that's still too high. Well, if they trade down to ten and pick up other seconds and thirds and stuff, yeah. then maybe their early second is a running back. But not their, not in the first round. Not in the first round. Yeah. You know, I mean, if they loved Harris and they moved to Washington's pick, eh, that could be a Harris spot. Or if yeah. they moved to New England's pick, maybe that's a Harris spot. Um, but my other point with them too is, if they stick, they're going to take an offensive player. Can they take two offensive players with their first two picks, considering how bad their defense is? Right. I don't think. But they need a, a they need a starting running back. They need a starting running back. Yeah. Right. So unless, if you want the Steelers to land one of the big three, I think you want Atlanta to pick at four. Yes, I yeah. think so. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't guarantee. I'm not, and I'm not sold that that's going to happen. But I also don't know that Atlanta moves down far enough that they get out the offensive guy right. anyway. Because I don't think I mean the, for for somebody to move up to four from somewhere in the teens, mm-hmm. it's going to be super expensive. Right. I mean, New England to go from fifteen to four is giving up three first round draft picks. Yeah, I would say. and that would be completely. Uh, Belichick has has never taken a quarterback in the first round. Though. Right. Ever. I mean, he lucked into it. He probably would have if he had ended up Brady for a million right. years. But they've drafted a lot of them, but not that high. Yeah, the highest one was Garoppolo in the second round. If Atlanta would get the – I mean, Washington stands out to me. Like, what do they pick, 20, 21, something like that? And they would have to give up a bevy of picks. Right. And I don't know that they – see, I don't know that they're going to be in the market to move up to four. I don't know if Atlanta's in the market to move – To 20. All the way to four from to, four to four 15 to, or 20. Moving is, from four to 20 is a – That's I mean, a Julio Jones. You were bad player. last year. Right, 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 right. And so I you, could, you earned the fourth pick in the draft, and now all of a sudden you're going to slide back and, and you're built – Chase you're, Young might have to be involved in that. Yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> you know your I mean? quarterback's right, yeah. 36. You're built to win now. Right. The, and, and Julio Jones is in his 30s. These guys are mm-hmm. built to win now. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, so that's... So I want all these future picks. Yeah. You know, I was I'm, reading something I about that. Cal Pitts and live with it, you know? I was actually reading something about that yesterday that the owner, Arthur Blank, mm-hmm. um, is saying, hey, look, we're, we're at four. If there's a quarterback there that we like... We're not in this position every. It's kind of like the the you know the situation with the Steelers in in, yeah. in two thousand four or two thousand yeah two thousand four, where if you're not in that position all the time to get that quarterback. You got to take the quarterback. I think there's a very strong case for that. And they're both they're. I mean, if you feel like you're gonna not, you, you feel like you're gonna be in the twenties, from here on out, you know, and everybody thinks they are right. <laughs> you know, but that, that's a solid organization. But you look, yeah, and you right. look at we've talked about this before when you look at that division. Well, okay, Breeze just retired. Brady's not there forever. Brady's not going to be around right. forever. Carolina's rebuilding. Right, right. Is Darnold going to take over the division? Probably yeah. not. Is Winston going to take over the division? I mean, I think the Steelers are a, a better organization. and a, But if the Steelers are picking four right now, they'd be taking four. They'd be taking a quarterback. Yeah, it'd right. be Lance or it'd be Fields. Or, you know, and you'd be glad to do it, even if you think Ben had a year or two. But the way Atlanta restructured Ryan made it sound like 
we he's going to be our starter for two years. It'd be really hard to get out of the Ryan contract. It would be, yeah, but but teams do it all the time. No, I mean it's not like teams don't do these things. I don't know. I, I they're a really interesting team to me. Yeah, it, it also doesn't mean that Ryan doesn't retire after. Could you know could this season? I mean he's he's an old thirty six. Mm-hmm. I mean he 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 looks his age. They have a, a, a they have a potential out after the twenty twenty two season. Yeah, with him. So I mean, he it gets, looks like he's a two-year starter. Yeah, so you get this year out of him. Um, if you cut he's him, definitely going to start this year. If you cut him after this season, he's he's a forty million in dead cap space. Well, as we saw with the Steelers, I mean, you can finagle restru- it again. Restructuring Roethlisberger, you can make that work. Yeah, and they really had to make that Ryan move just to get. They were in worse shape than the Steelers. Yeah, just to get cap compliant. And next year the cap goes up, and maybe mm-hmm. you say, okay, we got a good young roster here. The new quarterback that we just took in the yeah. fourth overall, we're we're ready to move on. I think there's a real. I mean, I, I honestly think there's like a, a 50% chance they stick and pick, but the teams that would have to come up probably be Denver. Like to go all From the way nine, back yeah. to. And again, to, to get back to our original concept here, nine's too high to take a running back. They're not taking a running back, though, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, they might take Waddle. Or and they might whatever. get they might get Denver's second round pick. Or next year's first, or. Well, I'm sure they're going to. I'm sure there's going to be next year's first involved, but mm-hmm. they may also get Denver's two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you worry about the take. Then back you worry about them jumping up two. ahead of you, you know, because then they'll have two early second round picks that somebody may mm-hmm. say, "All right, I'll take both those second round picks and give you 20. <laughs> but if I were them, I mean, I would just take a back with one of those early second round picks. You know, Steelers right. take Harris maybe, and you end up with Williams, and you're fine. Yeah. You know? I mean, if they love yeah, Harris, because they they're, they're going to have the fourth. Uh, they're going to pick 36. Yeah, I'm say that early second. Yeah. Now could easily be a back. Because you've got so many other things, you can address the defense with your other picks. Yeah. I mean, they're the key to the draft right now. Yeah. I mean, we know three quarterbacks are going to go. If they stick and pick, I would still consider taking Kyle Pitts and try to win now. I'm not sure that's the smartest move. Yeah. You know, I mean, quarterbacks are hard to pass up. Quarter, again, if you're if you're not a team that typically drafts in the top ten, or in mm-hmm. a, you're you're not you're not typically in a position to make that pick. Yeah. And you you have a friend like a. A, a clear-cut franchise tech, look uh, quarterback looking you in the face. Justin Fields is sitting there. Do you take him? I, I tend to agree, too. Yeah. You know, it's different if you're Miami, Philly, the Jets. I mean, you have multiple picks next year already. Right. You know, you got a lot of assets next year that, okay, we'll hang with Tua. You know, we'll hang with Hurts for this year. And Philly might have three first-round picks next year. If Wentz works out, right. they get three first-round picks next year. So build a nest and see you see if you have something that hurts. He's cheap, and then you move up next year. Where Atlanta doesn't have that that working for him. No, they don't. And again, their quarterback is thirty six. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and again, wasn't the most mobile guy to begin with. You could maybe even trade him a year from now. There's that too. I mean, you know, you know. Yeah, he has a great year, good offense. Trey Lance is sitting on the bench. Ben retires. The Steelers say we'll give you a third round pick for him, pay him. Thirty million for one year, and you know, yeah. Here's his thing: so things like that. His 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 base salary in twenty twenty two is sixteen point two five million. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, he, now he's got a he's got a seven point five million dollar roster bonus in there, but again, you're still talking about twenty three million dollars for a starting quarterback with a cap that goes up twenty percent by then, or yeah. you know, ten percent or whatever. And then. even the next right. year is is in twenty twenty three, it's twenty point five million hmm. with a seven point five million dollar roster bonus. Yeah, if I'm Atlanta. It would take a lot for him to give, me to give up that pick. Yeah. I mean, I would consider going to eighth. You still might get a quarterback. And eight. you still might get the right. fifth best quarterback. Yeah, you might get Mac Jones, you yeah. know, or, or if he's still out there. But 
Yeah, Atlanta could end up with a back in the end. Yeah, yeah. If they move out of four, but I don't see them taking one before the Steelers pick. No. Like I keep getting questions about well, what happens if both Harris and ATN go before, before the Steelers pick. Do you just take Williams? I don't know that that's I, – I, I, I can't wrap my mind around that because it's just – I don't think it's yeah. going to happen. Because the they're not going to go – they're not going top 10. They're not going top 10. I don't think they go top 15. I don't either. I mean, so you're going to tell me that two running backs are going to be taken between pick 16 and 24? I think the Jets and Miami's second pick are your landmines. Yeah. And – the Jets are going to have not both going to take running backs. No, because they both got high sec. They got, high, they got seconds. high seconds. They can yeah. get after the Steelers take Harris or whatever. They'll still probably end up with ATN or Williams or whatever, and they have a lot more needs. Right, like the Jets need O line. They need edge pass rush. I mean, expensive things, corners. Um, you know, Miami I think has a really good chance. They'll probably end up getting the skill guy who's left. If they take Penny Sewell, they'll probably take a receiver with their second first round pick. If it's the other way around, they end up taking Tevin Jenkins with their second-round pick. You know? Right. So, you never know. But, I mean, one of those teams could love Harris without question. And that would make sense for a young quarterback. I'm sure that'd be – but I don't think two go off the board before 24. Yeah, I have a hard time believing that two go. I, right. I think there may be one gone. Mm-hmm. And, okay. Uh, but Right I, now, Vegas odds are .5 running backs go in the first round. I'd go over that. I would go over that, too. Yeah. But that just shows you – I mean, it's based on recent history, and you know. Yeah, yeah, and, and the Steelers are probably the the one that Vegas is count is is worried about, or you right. know, thinking is the is the one, you know. So that tells you a lot. I yeah. think they'll have their yeah. choice of running backs. If not, one will be gone. Yeah, um, you know, I, I know a lot of people. They have to trade down. They can't take the running back at mm-hmm. twenty four. They have to trade down. Well, that's all well That'd and be good. ideal. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's good in theory. Sure. Uh, but when you get to the twenty fourth pick and nobody's on the phone calling you, you know, you got to prepare for it. Yeah. yeah. Now you got to be ready to make your pick because otherwise, are you calling people up on the? You're not going to get as much if you're no, call, no, if no. you're the one making the phone calls. No. People know you're you're hot to get out of that spot. And calls happen before the draft right. too. I mean, maybe Tampa calls the Steelers the night before the yeah. draft, saying you look like a team that could trade back. Would you be interested? Sure. Uh, and you get the deal worked out. But we'll give you yeah. thirty-two and sixty-four if our guy's available. Right. And then he gets the he goes to the pick before, and then that call doesn't happen. And yeah, or you know, you know, you get to that pick twenty-four, and let's say you know one of the running backs is gone, and then you're well, not. No, interested I'm not in interested in moving anymore. back. Right, yeah. Right. Right. No, I think that's very possible. The other thing, which I think would be extreme, but I got a lot of word today that Dickerson, Landon Dickerson's uh, medicals were really good on the recheck. And that's third-hand information. Like, right. Landon didn't call me up. Trust I'm me. sure his agent is calling people saying, hey, Landon's, sure. Landon's checked out fine. Right. I mean, I heard Lance Erline talking <laughs> about it. It was it the same thing with with, uh, with the cornerback. Uh, with Farley. With Farley. You're not going to hear the opposite. That's not, that's not coming from teams. That's right. coming from the agents. Oh, he's good. He's good. But I've heard every step of the way, sort of like Farley, if Dickerson's a, a go medically, he could be a first-round pick. And he could be the Steelers' first-round pick, in my opinion. Right. I mean, I, I think that's a very easy landing spot. And if he's right, I'd have no problem with it. Right. It screws you up for the running back. But, but his medical history is a book. Oh, man. Yeah, right. At two different schools and right. Yeah. He'd be a great addition if you could tell me he's no worse medically than – anyone else in this draft but boy that's tough you know you look at him and even like Jalen Phillips I said I mentioned we did that edge conversation today Phillips is my number one edge and I think you agree that he's you know I like yeah. him more than pay I like him more than no way 
But if your job's on the line and you're picking those two, is it is he that much better than Pay or that you Russo can afford to make or, that right, call? Like, no, yeah. those those three concussions he had are fine. Right, and, this guy yeah. retired. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, he, like I'm done playing football. That's risky. I mean, tiebreakers aren't going to go his way or Dickerson's way. Right. It goes back to, I mean, you know, when we talked to Kevin Colbert uh, a while back. Actually, it was last last year when we were talking to him pre-opt-outs. Yeah. And he's talking about, you know, if it comes down to a tie or if it's close between a guy who played and a guy who opted out, we're going to take the guy who played. Because we have, we, have we have more information on him. Yeah. Like, that's really got to hurt Walker Little. Like, we just named, what did you name, 14 or 15 tackles? And he's as talented as just about any of them. He just hasn't he's played football two years. years. Yeah. I mean, he's going to lose a lot of tiebreakers. Yeah, when we had Lance's airline on, he's like, I'm going back and looking at, at half of a 2019 game <laughs> right. and then 2018 tape on right. this guy. And a pro day that was good. You know, he was okay. he was 19 years old then. Yeah. What's he like now? Yeah, what's he learned? I mean, he hasn't blocked anybody in a long time. Yeah. Like, why wasn't he at the senior bowl? I don't know. That's a bad, yeah, that's a bad yeah. mistake. Yeah, you got to be there. But, yeah, there's a lot of them this year. And – There'll be misses, and I, I've said this many times. We'll look back on this draft and last year, the whole COVID era, and I'm sure if we just focus on the scouting world during the COVID era, we'll be like, wow, what were teams thinking? And, like, you have to remember how the mindset was because there's going to be a couple dudes in the fourth and fifth round that in a normal year maybe we're second or first, yeah. <laughs> you know, just if you knew more. And, and likewise, there may be some guys overdrafted exactly. because, well, we have more information on this guy than we had on those two guys. Right. We're going to take this guy instead, and those two guys both were better, end up being better players. And that pick will happen at 36 overall. We'll be like, oh, that makes sense. It's pretty safe. I mean, not a super upside guy, and he's a lifetime backup or out of the league in three years because he wasn't good enough. Yeah. yeah I mean, the, the Jarvis Jones type, you know what I mean? Like, the, hey, you kind of know what he has, but – yeah, it'll be interesting, though. Yeah, I can't wait. And as as we get closer here, um, I'm almost, it's almost We're like I'm waiting. Close. It's almost like the twelve days of Christmas now. I know. You know. And what's problematic for us is there's not a lot of news between now and then because this is when the teams are really yeah. hunkered down. And, and the only the only news that comes out now is typically the this is don't believe it season. Yeah. Either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like again, that Dickerson news that might not be true. You know, you hear. Third-hand information that it went well, but you're never going to hear. Boy, his medicals are a disaster. Yeah, because the people releasing it are doesn't do. They have a, they have a reason right. to do it unless it's it's a team putting the that info mm-hmm. out there and saying we want him. To, we got to try to get him at 37 or something like mm-hmm. that. We're going to see if we can put this information out there. But teams know. They teams know, right? Teams are busy. They're locking down, building boards right now. Yeah, you know? and, and the thing that's funny too is because we've read 50 million mocks, we assume all these teams' boards have been set for months. They're just getting set now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they've yeah, got all the information, and now sure. they got to put the book together. I mean, there's a chance the Steelers don't like Najee Harris at all. Yeah, I mean, I'm just you know, throwing it because they're close to the team, you know, or because we're close to the team. But they're they're building their boards now. You know, yeah. it's and the coaches just got involved recently. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, that's going to do it for this segment of the drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, I want to thank my partner Matt Williamson. Uh, for all the uh, good info there. I want to also thank uh, Jacob Reck for keeping us on the air. I also want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.